halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor, and welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Hello, everyone. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm aged. I, uh, Jen's had COVID. Um, HIPAA? (laughs) Yeah, I have. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Uh, Tell us how you're doing though, Jen. I might break out in a couple of coughs, but I was telling these folks that it's mainly seems to be a head cold and a lot of sinus pressure. I thought it was allergies for like two days i got a little achy but no fatigue strangely um and now Now i'm just just waiting bragging oh yeah my superior health means i've got no fatigue no um it's scary though like it's it is scary to get it like i was really shocked when i got the text message that i was positive and i thought a lot about how god you know not like survivors you thought thought a lot about god no, 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 but not, yeah, I thought about God. Um, why? Uh, no, but I thought about people who got this, you know, so how many people have died? How, how something that killed so many people is now just like right now for me, a head cold. It's just really strange. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And thinking about. Uh, You're lucky. Yeah, thinking about how timing factors into life so much and, um I do want to say quickly that Kim and I had a friend die this week and I thought, I thought a lot about, about, you know, not about her specifically, but just, you know, that it's all fragile and timing and, you know, all of that stuff. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sorry to drag it into the somber corner, but thankfully the vaccines seem to really work. It's kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. The only good news this week. (laughs) <laughs> I think, I think, I think it might be. Yeah. So thanks for asking. I'm okay. I'm hoping for the head cold part to go away. Now who wants yeah, to hear about my health healthy. trials and tribulations? <laughs> On a bait with bated breath dying. Well, breath I mean, is a sorry, very, bated breath is a very, very apt uh, transition into the subject. Asthma. Okay. No, it's not asthma. Sounds like lung so- cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm kidding. Smoking finally caught up to me. You didn't smoke, though. Not really. No. Um, no, that's good. So I went back into the ENT after many years because my breathing is labored at night slash snoring. What can you can you? What is an ENT? Ear, nose, throat, doctor. Okay. And uh, sorry, I assumed everybody knows all of the medical specialties acronyms. Um, I don't know any others. GI, gastrointestinal, GI Joe. You know OBGYN. Yeah, yeah. Germ. My favorite Jedi. Okay. I'm sure that joke's never Mm -hmm. been made before. Oh, Um, God. 
So, you know, I don't breathe well at night and I wake up feeling cranky like every day, literally. So, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> but you don't see me in the morning. I cheer up considerably. So, um, God, poor Jim. Yeah. So, long story short, I, I do hear complaints about it. So, no relationship can be perfect. What do you want? It's so, true. So, um, long story short, the inside of my nose is so fucked up <laughs> really it's like it's like a surrealist painting or like some kind of i don't know like lava lamp like it looked like the inside of a lava lamp because, what do you mean is this from all the cocaine you did in the yes 70s? this is all from the cocaine in the 70s from i the told co- you not to go to studio 54 <laughs> and do cocaine right. off of the moon the cocaine yeah moon. the moon i, I just i can't if listeners, if you haven't Googled this, Google the cocaine moon from Studio 54. It'll change your life. So so you're supposed to basically have both nostrils, right, going up. And then there's like these kind of hangy things that are like pendulous, weird little bulby things. Like it's they're almost like egg shape, uh, egg plant shaped. And they're supposed to be more or less symmetrical. And then the air is supposed to go between your septum and between those things, like straight up. My nose yeah. is, has, is so inflamed some sides and then I already have a deviated septum to start with. Some of these are way too big. So the air has created other passages to go around. Like my, me breathing in through my nose is like a lab rat, like looking for the cheese basically at this point. And they, sh- they did a scan of my nose, like section by section, you know, kind of a CAT scan kind of thing. And I was just laughing because she's like, well, here you can see, I'm like, yeah, I can see it's, I, I, I don't know exactly what it should look like, but definitely not like this. It was, <laughs> it was so asymmetrical and weird. Um, wow. So I've started a saline, like I'm doing the a netty <laughs> three times a day with saline mm. water. Um, That's supposed to be really good for you. Yeah. And I'm on a antibiotics. So for the next two weeks, and I'm not going to have any drinks for the next two weeks just to not interfere with the process at all. So it's very exciting. Like maybe I can get better air circulation. Going. Oh, I'll probably have to have some kind of surgical intervention. Well, I'm oh, glad wow. that, I don't know. I'm glad the process started for you. I know, but this is why I don't go to the doctor because I don't want to hear that I need to have surgical intervention. <laughs> so I'm freaking out. Could this be a reason, like, could this, diminish the oxygen supply to your brain and could this explain you know i'm a fucking moron why you are the way you are that's what (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) did the doctor touch upon that at all no the doctor was very tactful he didn't seem like the kind of person oh okay would come out right and say it is it sleep apnea that you have no okay i'm gonna sleep like sleep apnea would i'd be dead by now probably but uh, it's definitely affecting, been affecting the quality of my sleep. So, wow. Yeah, but who knew? It's just, and it's it's one of those aging things, right? Like over the years, my nose has been like, well, let's do how we can rearrange the furniture in here. And they're like, oh, everything's inflamed, pretty much. <laughs> they're wow. like, do you get headaches? Like, do you get headaches? I'm like, not really. You could tell they were like, whoa. They were surprised. They're like your medical miracle. Because <laughs> your your that's, nose has been rioting for a headache. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. You and I were both medical miracles. You barely have any COVID symptoms. Oh, I do though, but oh. not you know. Yeah. 
not as bad as some people get. Kim, how are things over there? Well, we had a, uh, some kind of tropical storm that was going to hit Trinidad and Grenada, I think. And it was all kicking up a while ago. And, and everybody was going to the grocery store. They closed the grocery store early. And then everybody was stocking up at the gas station convenience store. I mean, I think people, I feel like this is universal because I remember this from New York, like a hurricane's coming. We need six pints of vodka. Yeah. Cause that's definitely what you need during a hurricane. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing? How will this help you? So I really just like, let me gorge on all the foods. Um, so I thought that was funny, but it's, it's literally over. Like it, it was you know, and a couple of hours and earlier in the day and it's done. And now everybody's stuck with their like six pints of not vodka, but rum and all these snacks. I will like say everyone's going to have parties. Yeah. Yeah. A, a hurricane party can be fun if it's not like a crazy hurricane, but I will say, do you have your hurricane kit? Do you have a hurricane kit? Um, to be honest, not really. Like I've cobbled together some things. I do have a flashlight. I don't have candles, which I should have gotten. I mean, I always am buying candles and I'm always like burning them, but just for ambiance reasons, not for <laughs> hurricane reasons. Um, I have water, bottled water, and I have like some cans of tuna. But honestly, no, like, you I don't probably think want like a way. hand crank radio also. That's the most annoying thing. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. A hand well, crank? <laughs> if you can't find those, those exist for like pretty much emergencies only, but, or the next best thing is just a battery operated radio. Just make sure you keep your batteries fresh. Do you have an extra one you can send her, Camilo? I know we no longer, we no longer have Hurricane uh, Survival. I know. Because we so I figured Florida. you could spare it. I don't know what we did with it. That's a good question. Listen, with the way things are going with the environment, I wouldn't count yourself out of hurricanes, okay? Even in the middle of the country, you never freaking know. That would be really impressive for a hurricane to sustain itself on land, because I think they need it water. It would, but I literally just read something about they are upping the testing for the hurricane speed, the hurricane wind speed. Um, because they're getting, they, now the hurricanes go up to a category five. Now they're testing for a possible category six and, and on and on. So I don't know. Could the know. news get better? I mean, gonna, it's going to get any better. Category. Get, oh shit. That's a big hurricane. Yeah. Category. Um, we're fucked. Um, this is what could happen, Kim. A hurricane could travel up the Mississippi River, then turn onto the Missouri and head on up to Kansas City. Exactly. No, those are big rivers. They are indeed. Well, the apocalypse is nigh. So <laughs> thank God our, the our theocrats are looking out for us. <laughs> God, there's my COVID. Sorry. <laughs> Um, uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you to our founding fathers. Um, were we dissecting the Purge films recently or yes. maybe just the first one? Uh -huh. I've seen like three and they just get increasingly badder. But um, there's an um, element that kind of seems pretty plausible, if you ask me. 
Um, and that's the logical conclusion that if we allow people to take out their rage that they're doing every single day because we've fostered this completely polarized environment where everybody has guns and and perhaps that that one day of violence could calm everybody down especially if enforced in a completely totalitarian environment like i could see that working i mean i could see that happening not working i, I could see that happening in the united states what about you guys I mean, I don't want like, the Secret Service to call, but what if it's just politicians that you can go after? <laughs> Yikes. Politicians or celebrities? In- politicians and influencers. Huh, that's interesting. So you take out your rage against these people that every other day of the year you are taught envious to envy. of. Yes. And yeah. this is the one day where the tables are turned. I like that. That's kind of like maybe that could be purge. Whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's a very good purge spinoff. Yeah, it's called Purge Elite. No, it's called Elite Purge. Tm tm ding. Yes. Okay. Elite Purge. That's very good. Um, Yeah. Somebody should do. Oh. Okay. Well, I don't know if I can copyright this idea, but I would love to see like the tables turned on Squid Game and see how rich people treat each other under those circumstances. Like if they're the ones having to play the games. Uh Would it be any different at all in any way? I I don't know. I think it'd be like worse. Like there'd be way more of a race to. I think the general ethos. I think the general ethos of the show is that almost Mm. everybody was good, and they weren't trying to get other people killed. There was just a couple bad apples in there, for the most part. But imagine if they're all bad apples. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of which, um, just I just saw Jesslene Jesslene Maxwell got sentenced to twenty years in prison. Yes. Yeah. But apparently, suicide watch. But but her attorneys say that she's not suicidal. I want to know why the fuck not, bitch. Why aren't you suicidal? <laughs> why? What about you? Because you're. This is just reinforcing that you are a sociopath. Why are you not suicidal? Please give me yeah. one reason that you have to want to live. Well, and she's gonna be fear all of death. Watch. It was fear of death and watch. an everlasting burning hell for child molesters. Maybe that's one. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they just Excuse wanted me. to make sure she got her sentencing. That's why she was on suicide watch, uh, whether she was suicidal or not. So she wouldn't suddenly die before her sentencing. Now, I don't think she's going to be on it. Oh, well, nobody you, cares at this point. They, all of the, no, all this shit come out. Why would anybody murder her like prior to her sentencing after, you know, she's already spilled all the the dirt well technically she wasn't on murder watch she was on suicide watch so like but you want to come in and murder her go ahead be my guest right but i thought that was the argument you're making that the suicide watch was to protect her from murder not suicide no i don't know i don't know i don't know what i I mean or what i say most of the time (laughs) okay so I know we're going to transition. We're going to talk about Roe versus Wade, but this is kind of interesting. A friend of mine works at GW um, at the law school and Clarence Thomas is a guest lecturer there. He has been for like 20 years. He's one of their esteemed like guest professors. And you know thy enemy, I guess. 
Well, 2000, 2000 um, former and current like alum and students all signed a letter saying that the school should sever ties with him. And the president. But is it not a very um, conservative university or no? No, it's not. Not particularly. It's um, I think by de facto, I mean, fairly liberal, maybe middle of the road. But uh, the president of the law school was like, no, you know, we part part of being in law school is vigorous dissent and debate. And we need to be exposed to all different viewpoints. And like anyway, we were having a back and forth about it, you know, whether because I said, you know, I had very mixed feelings about this because I think what if it were conservative students demanding that, you know, a liberal professor because of their cases they defend or I, I know it happens actually quite a bit with Israel, like the BDS debate. That seems to be where they try and push professors out, you know, so I, I really it's it's interesting. But I was like, you know, if Dick Cheney were were teaching or was invited and paid to like lecture at my alma mater, I'd be incensed. You know, I think he's a war criminal, like he's killed people. He's gotten many people killed. And I was like, but Clarence Thomas's decision is going to get women killed. So anyway, it was interesting. I had very I had very mixed feelings about it. Because I think it's a very slippery slope. Okay, well, yeah. I, I think what the students con- need. Mm-hmm. I was saying it's a conversation we've had around what is censorship and et cetera, and whether censorship extends to um, opting out of something or 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 if boycott boycotting something is actually censorship. What if the students? just decided not to participate. I mean- Yeah, don't take his courses. Let him, let, let him speak, he's got the right. We have the right to not show up. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know, it's, it's tricky. It really is because I feel like when it moves out of the abstract into like actual, I mean, what if he goes after, you know, his dissent is like, let's go after gay marriage and they, they're going after gay marriage that, you know, in the last year alone, I think they've said it's like th- over 300 pieces of legis- anti-LGBTQIA legislation have gone into effect or have been, um, you know, proposed on various state and, and federal levels. Like it's yeah. already happening. This is not new. But what people are saying that, you know, more rights are next is is undoubtedly true because yeah. it's already it's already going that way. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I think it's because then I was saying, like, if I was in a restaurant, and I saw Jared and Ivanka having like lunch. I would want to yell at them. I would want to be yeah. like you. Do you know what I mean? Because part of me is like I understand the debate around civil society and like, where does it end? You know? But then at the same time, I'm like, why should these people be free of the consequences of their of their actions? I don't know. I really I'm really, really torn because they're they're brought up that way. But first of all, I think it's hilarious that you think you could afford to eat at the places that Jared and Ivanka have lunch at. (laughs) Ew. but you have no idea what kind of skin I have. Excuse me at Le Bernardine and 11 Madison, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm there every every restaurant week when they're like, 
$39.95. You <laughs> get bet. one eighth of our regular fucking yeah. portion between the hours of 12 and 1222. <laughs> Come I, on, Riff I will, Riff Raff. I will say, I, never... I love this Pixar movie, Kim. <laughs> I will say I have never had a good dining experience during a restaurant week. Like Are either, you kidding me? if I've gone to a pricey place, they clearly have pulled out tops one of like the freezer burn yeah. meat. Like I mean, service definitely... haughty, service haughty. Like, ugh, I can't believe we have to do this at expensive places, and at other places that are more medium, they're just not showcasing the best of their menu, which I don't understand. I mean, this is a tangent, but I'm like, don't you want to lure people into actually spending full price? Why are you giving us like a half baked? uh, Because by definition, these people don't go regularly. Otherwise they wouldn't need a restaurant week. They're just trying to like make their margins. They're giving them the cheapest and the, 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 the little, the less least amount um, that they can and trying to make the most profit um, in for this week. And, and that's what they do. Pack them in, pack in the hoi polloi, give them some, some buzzwords like truffles and, but truffles are expensive. So like truffle oil, lots of truffle oil on French fries, <laughs> fucking, you know, pate of, of dubious Eggplant. meat. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pack them in and then don't have to worry about them for the rest of the year. The most di- I mean, uh, this is this is coming from a person who's only goes only went to those places during restaurant week and was very happy about it. Like, oh, my God. was that the kind of like, is that what you sensed? Yeah, I mean, I do there? sense that. And this is coming from someone who who worked in the restaurant industry for a long time, you know, yeah. as a as oh. a waitress, as a bartender. I heard I heard those conversations work during restaurant week. So, yeah. Yeah. Every time Jim and I won't do it anymore. We actually had a uh, prefix menu at a restaurant that we later looked at the regular menu and we pe- we had paid more than we, would if we had purchased the individual components. And we're pretty sure we got smaller portions than what you yeah, would You definitely got smaller portions. Mm. That's <laughs> horrible. Uh, wow. Boo. Down uh, with restaurant week. And I, and, then I actually, and then I actually sent a, a letter to the restaurant. It's the only time I've written a restaurant and been like, if your intent was to showcase your food and maybe have us come back, you have failed spectacularly. Never heard anything. Wow. They didn't write you back. Oh. I've actually written to a, a restaurant and got a response and got an invite back um, yeah. because of how bad the experience was that I detailed this um, is what should have transpired and like the time that jim got violently ill from a restaurant here and he called them and they immediately offered him a hundred dollar gift certificate oh wow so, to somewhere you go back to the place you got violently <laughs> we, we would go back you're I like think it was, oh yes i can't wait to get more food poisoning <laughs> I, like, I, I hope it's to the sizzler like I fuck think, this I think it was one of those ingredients that you can't like one of those things that it's almost impossible to control. Like, I think it was lettuce. Like, it's just oh. really hard to hmm. to identify. OK. Yeah. Oh, the E. coli. That yeah, you I mean, they could have washed it better, I guess. Like, yeah. But I, I also 
I think we're more willing to forgive when everything was actually fucking delicious. <laughs> so oh, okay. I'm like, I'll take the risk. That makes it worse. It's like, God, I have no trust. Like, enjoy today, die tomorrow. That's, that's scary. Yeah. I mean, I, when I think of the one time that I got, um, not E. coli for crying out loud, what's the thing you get that um, salmonella? Wow, is this like, just a like? This is like a Camilo recounts all of his no, 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 maladies. No. no, I got it from like my favorite tapas place. My mom and I both got it from our favorite tapas place in Barcelona. Have I been back there? Hell yeah, many, many more times. Wow, everyone from eggs. Sometimes when you get sick on something, though, you can't eat it again. Just don't ever want to see it again. Yeah, it's ruined. Yeah, like jelly donuts for me. <laughs> oh really oh god what yeah. happened i got sick on jelly donuts and then i got even Ooh. more sick on the pepto-bismo that i like decided tasted like candy oh, oh yeah you guys let's not talk about my youth <laughs> it was is, not attractive is this when you were a, a child who was compared to violet beauregard that's right. The Veruca Salt in me. Oh, Veruca Salt, right. <laughs> yeah. Although Violet Beauregard is good too. Which one is that? She's <clears throat> a chewing gum. Mm, chewing gum. Oh, yeah. The chewing gum. I know. Right. I know my Willy Wonka really well, apparently. Oh, let's yeah, run them good. down. Run them all down because I never know which one is which. Augustus uh, Loop. Good. Yeah. He, he was, um, let's see. Can we put it in PC terms? He was um, an, an overeater. Overeater, like yeah, maybe he had a food addiction. Okay. He yeah. was a larger size person. Um, Veruca Salt. She was. She wanted in Balumbas. She wanted golden geese. She was very, very. She was bratty. very, very millennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> alienating, <laughs> alienating um, another generation. A Violet Beauregard loved her gum had she'd been chewing on one piece of gum for like a year or something which is disgusting um literally that is the biggest sin for me of the of all of these you think so okay well mike tv mike tv just loved tv all the time hold on a second his name is mike tv i think so that's not even a nickname Intern, Google it. Tina yeah. Who's Googling it? Someone's got to Google it now because I got to know. Uh, how do we feel? But these are all from memory so far. I think I could finish. Yeah, my TV. Well, we'll look it up later. Then there's there's Charlie, mm-hmm. Charlie Bucket, who God, is, you really do know them all. Yeah. He is really fucking poor. He lives in like a one room shack in London with his like, it's just, it's filthy. And, and that's okay. But like his both sets of grandparents live there and they all share one bed. Which they never get out of. Yeah. It's it's really sad. Can you imagine Um, what's going on under those sheets? Like, cause they never and I don't mm. and I don't mean nookie. I mean just because they never leave the bed. Exactly. No, I knew what you meant. Um who else is there? Can you guys help me think? I'm I I no. It's been years. Is that it? I mean, one falls into the chocolate river, one gets turned into a giant blueberry, one becomes tiny and goes in the TV. That's I, I don't my know. TV. What and happens? blueberry was a violet Beauregard. 
Okay. What happens to yeah. Veruca Salt? She goes down the chute with the geese. Okay. Okay. She wants a golden egg or something. Maybe that's. And it, then right? there's that's... the trash. She wants who? Someone gets trash. Oh no, that might be her. Huh. Um, Wait. So the geese are going into the trash too? I'm not sure. Okay. Now I gotta look it up. Okay. Okay. You mean the intern? Intern's looking it up now. Okay. Yeah, intern's looking it up. Intern, Google, please. Wouldn't it be great if we could do like this with um. The Supreme Court justices and they all meet unfortunate <laughs> Like they could come to the. Okay. <laughs> you can only save one. Which one? Um, I don't know. Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, Sotomayor. I mean, obviously. Elena Pagan's pretty good. And maybe Kagan. Ro- Roberts on a fucking good day, but that's it. And then the rest of them go down the fucking. Well, no, Briar's yeah, okay. They go down Briar's the, okay. They go down the trash chute. No, I said sure. Briar's okay. I oh, said okay. Briar, Keegan, or, or Sotomayor, we save, and we might save Roberts on a good day. Kim, you're a partisan hack. God, no, I wouldn't save Roberts. No. Well, partisan hack? A partisan hack, I mean, six to three. What do you, what do you <laughs> write down party lines? Yeah. Although I think so, Roberts, I, like... He withheld his vote for like part of it. I don't know. I was reading it was actually five. I don't know what he did, but it wasn't a full vote. He he said that he wouldn't have voted to overturn it, but he voted with the The conservatives. Oh, the majority. What a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you have to or can you abstain? I don't know. Actually, I'm not sure. I don't know what the rules are with that. What do you guys think of the Catholic angle there? Uh, I actually, you know how I said I did some research? Wait, yeah. are we moving? We're moving. Yeah, let's oh, move I really did want to Wait, hold on. Charlie in the chat, just, I, intern, do your job. <laughs> I just wanted to find the fucking um, facts. And I, I, I stumbled onto some Encyclopedia Britannica article that is like really way too exhaustive <laughs> for, this, for this subject. I just tell me the names of the kids and what should happen to them. Um, it's too long. Just um, but, adding you know, wiki. Let's ask our, one of our listeners to please provide us with the full list of the Willy Wonka. Please, please. I feel like I might have missed one, but maybe not. Um, anyway, yeah, let's move on. All right, we're going to move on into our main topic. In 30 years, stuff will be different. Be different. How, different? How different? You don't know. You don't know. But we'll speculate, we'll speculate for the show. show. Come along for the ride. The most and depressing week. Uh, oh, did you make an abortion song? <laughs> what would that even Like the faint cries of a four-week-old fetus? God, no. Um, no. No. <laughs> Just Wait, kidding. What, what, there's, why there's would no that be it? No, it would be like we want our rights, we want to fight, we hate clothes hangers, and let us oh, raise God. our voice in anger. Look, I oh, just made good. up a song that was better. I know it would be kind of awkward if a guy did it, a, a cis white male. Um, I'll take all the help I can get at this point. Just go, (laughs) just, just, yeah, you guys collaborate on a jingle. Wait, so you're not one of those Twitter users that think that like men are obsolete and just need to go away? 
No, I am not. I actually think that we need each other. We all need to band together in a giant ring of solidarity because that's what the right wing does. I thought you were going to say a giant ring of fire. Burn it all down. But that too. Um, so, okay, what 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 hot tips do you know about their Catholic opus die like this is, this is interior not chambers? This is not hot tips, but I when something is upsetting and um, traumatic like this, I turn to the most um, reliable source of comfort, facts. And in a rare turn of events, I actually did some research. Wow. Because I was actually thinking about this because we have what? How many Catholics on the Supreme Court now? Six. But one of them is like. Elena, not Elena, but Sonia Sotomayor, right? I mean, well, Roberts is Catholic, Alito's Catholic, Thomas is Catholic, Amy, Barrett. Amy, Amy Coney. Coney. She's a fucking cult. cult. Amy yeah, yeah, Coney. Cult yeah. Amy Harry Conehead <laughs> is Catholic. Yeah. Um, Gorsuch is yeah. Catholic too. It's like weird. It's it, it is weird. Worse. Um, Amusement park, by the way, Amy Coney Island Barrett. So, um, <laughs> so I was interested. I was like, well, does being Catholic sort of make you predispose you to actually be uh, anti-abortion? A nut? Why, why yeah. wouldn't it? Is it the question? Of course. It's, well, it's- that's what I thought too. But actually in the United States, over 60% of Catholics support abortion. Support Catholics in all tend or to be most moderate. cases. In all or most cases. Yes. But is it not considered mortal sin by the the the? Uh, yes. Yes. The and Pope Francis, who I like Vatican, yeah, came out in favor and was like, "This is you know great. It's a culture of life." What is he going to do? I mean, shut the I, fuck I, up. Not say least, anything. <laughs> this is what they talk about poverty, about. huh? This is like Should... one of the three that they sit. Three things they sit around worrying about: poverty being the good one, the other one being homosexuality and the other one being abortion. So Can, should we should we sort of stamp this with a like sub, subject matter for the time cap, capsule in 2043 that Camilo is obsessed about? Mm. I mean, you know, we're talking about abortion, but Roe v. Wade was overturned last Friday, right? June 24th. Yeah. Um, and it's been the law of the land since 1972. So that means that our mothers and ourselves who enjoyed just the knowledge that we would be able to do whatever we wanted with our bodies and reproductive choices, that we took for granted will not happen for the generations coming after After us. us. Weird thought. It is very strange. I um, don't want to sound like a broken record, but I just feel like this is one of those two steps forward, one step back, and we're in step back moment. But here's my issue is that I don't know if our leaders actually know. And I think there's been a lot of very justifiable anger about the fact that for 40 years, this was used as a fundraising tool in a very, very cynical way. And I think that that's by both sides, though. Yeah, by both sides. Yep. Everything is used as a fundraising tool. Nope. I think this one was particularly egregiously um, used. And it's been interesting to see like younger people. This woman was on CNN, a young 18 year old girl at a at a pro uh, choice, you know, at a protest after the um, 
after the decision and she the anchor was interviewing her the reporter and she was like yesterday after this decision was made within two hours i got um uh an email a text from the dnc saying i needed to rush 15 dollars to them and she was like bullshit they don't need to fundraise off of my rights off of me losing my rights and she was like they had 40 years to codify this law they did nothing and i think that that is very a very good point and very very righteous anger we didn't have 40 years did we ever That's have not true of yes when, yes when? obama had a supermajority. He we had did? a supermajority for two years, yes. Okay. He had 60 votes in the Senate. But why yeah. couldn't he get anything done then? Because well, there's that's always, a good question. Because there's Democratic senators that are alleged Democrats, well, but they're red state Democrats. I mean, look, I so just don't think these people everything. have any fight. They don't have any fucking way of fighting. They don't know how to do it. Okay. But Nancy Pelosi time, is 82 years old. Yes. The woman... I'm sorry. These people, they should I, they should resign and they should retire. Okay. But, but my, my not be, that, and I'm Having said that, just really quickly, I think people are very quick to say, Democrats, why aren't you doing anything? It's like, look at the fucking composition of the Senate and the no, House. No, I'm sorry. But, it, really. but we look, don't really control it. But how did tr- Trump didn't control? There was a there was a blue wave when Trump was in office mm-hmm. after two years, but he managed to get shit done. How do they get shit done? Not really. By, by, he did. By, he passed yes, presidential orders by by signing. Uh, yeah, not he yeah. never got any sort of um, cohesive sort of cooperation in Congress. He just okay. did everything was a executive order. I read something. And I thought this was very interesting. I guess when Social Security first passed, the Supreme Court declared it unconstitutional and was going to um, pass a, basically an or- a law, I guess, saying that, that, the, that they couldn't do it, that it was unconstitutional to impose Social Security tax. And FDR was like, if you do that, I'm fucking packing the court immediately. I just don't think we have fighters. We don't have the right leaders. We don't. I, I really strongly believe that. I think that. that's and, obvious. But I, I do also think a part of that is, and I I am as cynical as anyone, but I do think that the, just Republicans are sociopaths. There's a certain level of like death yeah. cult craziness where that just gives them a win because they don't give a fuck. They're all yeah. balls in or death. And the Democrats don't have that. Yeah. Because there is a there is just a level of you know sanity there. Just there's a reverence for institutions. We're not consumed by rage daily. Like it's that's insane. not true though. But but for the vast swath of majority of the people, some of us are, and some of us more than others. Like but rage, what? But the the level of rage that is uh, it's part of what Kim is whether it's Republican or somebody's Republican or not, but. Like the right wing rage is very powerful motivator. I and mean, I don't think we have that. And maybe we need it. Do you think that's, that's true though? I yeah. mean, look, I'll say we this. A, I think that I think the kids coming up behind us though, I think they have it. Okay, good. I I, a, I do. I mean, in some ways, in ways that I find sometimes yeah. slightly disturbing because it's so um it's not always very nuanced. But I, I do think that there's like, I, I'll say this, this week, I have seen more widespread dissatisfaction 
with the fact that the Democrats who fucking fundraised off of this, oh, elect us, vote blue, we'll protect Roe. And it's like there is more anger over their inability to do anything than I've seen in my lifetime, which I think is very interesting. I'm, you know, yeah, but still don't fucking sit out the elections. Don't sit out the midterm elections. It's like that, that, that you have to it. deliver for people. Yes. Otherwise, you, the, your voters are going to feel kicked in the face. Biden's support among like um, teen uh, young voters and actually black voters is the lowest on record since they basically started polling. <laughs> it's like 10 points below what Trump was. Yeah, but again, broken record. If we don't have majorities in Congress, we can't do shit. Can't if you do don't shit. look like you're trying to do shit, though, people give up. They get cynical and they fucking drop out. They do. The House keeps forwarding all of these things and they immediately get shot down. Maybe it's not played out enough in the news. The House then is you have to look like you're fucking fighting, though. You have okay. to look like you're fighting. I mean, I agree. Part that of politics is theater. Yeah. Well, agree. I, I, the problem is that someone like... Bernie Sanders could never get elected. Agreed. And middle of the road, sort of like just left of this and just right of this politics, even though that's not what we're seeing now. It's so like fucking polarized, but like that's how things are set up. But they're, they're an outsider candidate is never it's, it's just not set up to, to win, to be able to, break through all of this shit. So yeah. I did see something. I did see something interesting. This guy, Dave Portnoy, I don't like him, but he's considered it's called like a barstool conservative. It's basically like these bros that are like super anti-woke, you know, he's like, I don't want somebody lecturing to me. And but he's very libertine, like he wants to fuck <laughs> clearly. And he put this who he doesn't, this, Jen? I know, it's true. Oh, oh, well, we know Shantane doesn't because you have COVID. Um, how do you HIPAA. know? <laughs> yeah, HIPAA. Um, he put up this video and it was like, he was like, this is completely crazy. We're going backwards. No one has any right to tell a woman what she wants, like, should do with her body. And he was like, Phoebe's really pissed, so she's growling. Um, and he was like, uh, we're going backwards. And he's like, I think the 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 left is crazy, but the the right is crazier. And they're making me vote for, like, a nothing burger like Joe Biden. Anyway, it was kind of interesting, you know, because that is a legitimate part of the conservative movement now. Woo! Right? She's disagreeing. <laughs> I thought she was agreeing. <laughs> She's so. Did you, did you see the meme that's circulating? Look, I didn't verify this, but like some conservatives are like not sure what to do because there's Ayn Rand is quoted it as saying that abortion is a human right. Oh, Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. I'm yes. sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they they love to like prop up Ayn Rand. Yes. <laughs> and unless it's yeah, something like this. Yeah. Also, conservatives love to point out that Margaret Sanger was a eugenicist. 
She was. And, right. And that's then she was the kind of like the what the founder of Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And they love to talk about how, you know, deeply flawed she was. And yeah, you can twist anything to your argument, you know. Anyway, I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, I was like, this is, you know, I don't agree with this guy on many, many, many things. But and then the responses to the video, of course, were completely psychotic. From his own people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you want you want to nut in as many women as you as possible and not pay child support. Gross. That Gross. was like a huge amount of the comments. And it was just like Jesus. Yeah, but that but that that to me it's smells of trolling not that's, really that's like anti his argument thing. he's for abortion if he nuts he was, in the women and they get an abortion then he won't have to pay child support yeah that was their argument oh okay. that was okay. their argument that this. he wants to like he wants to you know fuck as many women as possible and get them well, you don't pregnant. have to pay child support for children that don't exist that's a great thing about abortion i mean look he seemed very sincere he was just like this is medieval this is crazy to and, and i think that there's i think there is a vast like segment of the population that agrees with that view of course you yeah. know i i hate that the statistic of like eight in ten american support no that's not true um that's too high. Um, can I share? The majority. Some, I've can just I heard share? the majority, which to it me is. sounds like a simple majority. The majority of Americans so. support a, some form of abortion. I think it's very, when you start to ask questions like, well, at what point do you think life begins? Or when should there be restrictions? There's all kinds of variants on that. But the majority of Americans support some sort of abortion rights. That yeah. is true. Many people have pointed out that parts of Europe have more restrictive abortion right. limits. Like it's 15 weeks in France. In the US, it's 26 weeks. That's six months you can in certain states, which is very late. It's, I mean, it's, up, I, to, it's up to the last day in some, in some states, not up to six months beyond that for, for certain okay. things. Yeah. I'll admit, I find that, I, I think that's, I think that's, I don't know what I think about that. I, um, I, what people are arguing if, for that is that you might be too traumatized from a rape to even think about having an abortion. Like you're really not in a state of mind to think about it or act on it until later then. There's all these considerations, but I saw this tweet that's basically like, nobody is fucking having an abortion for fun in the third trimester. Absolutely like, not. The circumstances have to be yeah. horrifying. Horrific, exactly. To, yeah. to, and of course, it's the absolute micro minority of abortion. It's not, you know, the right wing will have you think, of course, that abortions are happening willy nilly. Hey, can I quickly share some facts with you? Yes. Um, I don't want my intense research to, to go to waste. The reason I did some research is because I thought, okay, so clearly a majority of the country supports abortion. I kept seeing these polls, blah, 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 68%, 75, whatever, different polls, right? And I'm like, yeah, but where are these people concentrated? This is probably like, oh, they're all in California, they're all in New York, and everybody in between is anti it, and that's why it can't pass, right? Because not enough representatives or senators supported blah, 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 blah. So actually, I was shocked when I went in and looked and um, I did some Excel math. Wow. And this is from a Pew Research 
poll. I think it's a few years old. I think it's from 2019, but that's, you know. Relatively recent. So I, I looked at, the question was, abortion should be illegal in all or most cases, or abortion should be legal in all or most cases. And as you can imagine, like the states with the most illegal is like Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, West Virginia, and the most supportive states were the Northeast, California, the Pacific Northwest, et cetera. So what I did was add up the electoral vote value of all the states where support for abortion rights was more than 3% than anti and vice versa. Have I lost you yet? No. Long story short is that I was surprised to find that Electoral votes wise, in the states with a clear anti-abortion majority, the electoral votes only add up to 134 out of 535, where states with a clear support for abortion rights hold 344 out of the 535 available electoral votes. In states where it's statistically tied, they only hold 57 electoral votes, which is not even enough to bring the anti to 200 electoral votes. So. Uh, even if all of them voted anti. Basically, to me, it's an issue that has the power to really move the needle in elections. If people care about it enough to it being a, a primary motivator, that's the big question. So that just Will to sum up, the majority of Americans support abortion rights. Well, I mean, overwhelmingly, yeah. not only that, the, ma- yeah, yes. the majority of Americans represented by 344 electoral votes support abortion in almost all or some cases. Right. So, so that's basically what so it's well, so the numbers the numbers are there and they're there all over the US. Like it's I not just it's all over the US. I don't believe in the, in this midterm election it's going to make a huge difference because I think because it's still going to be perceived as okay, it's kicked to the individual states. However, if the Republicans win in the midterms, and I believe that they will, and they do a national abortion ban, which they are talking about, which Mike Pence explicitly came out and said, that's what we need to do next. That is when I think people will flip the fuck out. Like mm-hmm. that, I think, is when it's it, it. I mean, this already seems draconian, but the idea that that like the federal government is going to tell like New York and California that they have to ban abortion. I do think that that's when you will have a, a, a convulsive reaction that makes a difference politically. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? I mean, no question. Yeah. No question. It's, it's, it's not at your doorstep yet. It's maybe what Camilo was saying akin to like the two steps back or the one step back and two steps forward because um, it takes extreme measures to get people to fucking care about anything. Yeah. Extreme circumstances. And um, I think there's so many unintended shit, like unintended um, just fallout from these laws that will become really quickly, you know, visible yeah. For instance, a lot of these these laws, trigger law, laws in states um, that were just sort of lying in wait for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. Um, these extremely conservative states that are saying no, no abortion in any case, um, even for the exception of, of the mother's life and things like that. There, there are so many medical procedures yeah. that 
basically the only treatment for them is an abortion. So many things that can go wrong with a pregnancy. And in, in all of those cases, the life of the mother is in, in play and in danger. Um, I know of someone personally in my family who, who would have been affected, who um, got pregnant, the 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 pregnancy was unviable the fetus was had several defects and she could not uh, go forward with the pregnancy and the child would not the the fetus would not have lived that the child would not have lived and it could have it was life-threatening yeah and 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 she's in a state with one of these extreme bands I mean, wow. it's just, it's just so cruel. It's completely surreal. I just heard that in Ireland, that's what happened. A woman died from an echo. Like she had, she was pregnant. She wanted the child and was having a very difficult pregnancy an echo. I don't know what it's called. An epotopic. Some kind of pregnancy. No, no. It's like a, a certain type of pregnancy where I think the baby starts to. Oh, ectopic. Grow. Ectopic. Like, okay. Yeah. And Ireland has had an extreme um, abortion ban and she basically died on, on the hospital floor because they wouldn't give her an abortion. And that is what changed public opinion. And that's, that's- how they that case in particular that there was such widespread public revulsion at how she died that that i think the next year they they voted not through the courts but um they changed the law um, and i do yeah oh, go ahead. Go ahead. i was gonna say yeah. i do think as we hear stories like that of women who are forced to bear you know carry a child to term or they you know because of this ban they die i do think it's going to lead to widespread like public revulsion it 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 will and it should not only that what about the snitching like the snitching is going to lead to oh yeah revulsion texas that's the thing is that where that law is yeah yeah you can deputize yourself and get paid ten thousand dollars by the state the governor is a psychopath Abbott, Beyond. Um, I've never seen anything like that. It's so bad. Um, I, I don't know. You know, the the fallout has got to be insane. Like if if it was me and I was of childbearing age or people in my family were and I'd be I'd be packing up to move. I, I definitely would. And another thing with these um, even some of these super conservative states, they will have a ban, complete ban, except for in the case of, except for in the case of the mother's life. Like they have made that exception, but the things that I'm hearing now are that some of these states that have the exception, it's so ambiguous that even the abortion providers that are left are not not touching it. So de facto, those women are suffering the consequences because they need to parse out whether this is uh, dangerous enough or, you know, threatening enough to the mother's life. Yeah. And I heard today also the abortion pills. Um, You 
you need, they really should be taken under physician supervision. Like they can lead to blood clots. Sometimes they don't, they're not always like a hundred percent effective in terminating the pregnancy. Like that should be under medical, serious medical supervision. So the idea that you're just going to send abortion pills to somebody and have them take which, it which is illegal i think in in most of this which is already illegal to be sending something in the mail across right the state where from one place that it's legal to another place where it's not um this this reminds me of something have you guys seen these posts on you know they're meant to be supporting people who might find themselves uh pregnant and and they're sort of codified sort of language. If you find yourself in need of a camping site, but don't right. find a legal camping site where you live, feel free to contact me and I will, you know, point you to the safest camping site. So I'm wondering if this is just one of those things that like shows up on social media and everybody's sort of gloms onto because it's yeah. like a cool thing to do. According to everything I've read, uh, like the article, there was an article in the Atlantic, which we did not use because it was like to a year and a half of your life to read. <laughs> we, there's, I, no, there's no time for that. There's, there's I got through like a year, a year of my life <laughs> reading it. Um, insert, you know, just, insert meme of lady saying she doesn't, she ain't got any time for that. <laughs> I, I, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> At this point, nobody is, uh, there, there's no way to prosecute people from going to uh, from a state that where abortion is illegal to a state that's legal. It's certainly legal to talk about um, as far as we know. That doesn't mean that that will could all, you know, things are fucking crazy right now. It doesn't mean that it will stay like that in the future. But honestly, if you wanna say, hey, if you're in a state that won't allow you to get a fucking abortion and you wanna come by me and stay with me to get your abortion, you could do that. You could also post that on social media. Although people are saying, don't do that because you are advertising that you are and like crazy right wing people will literally stalk your house and see who's coming. Well, But crazy right wing people may be stupid, but I'm pretty sure they know you're not talking about camping. Right. right, That's what I mean. So they they're like, don't say out there that you're willing to help because now you've identified someone who's willing to help. And crazy right, but I'm just there. talking about the difference between posting the veiled language and just posting <clears throat> the real language. Yeah. You might as well do the the real language. I thought. I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, of course, they that. said to to delete anything off your phone, any period tracker, and I mean, this is so insane. Like this is so yeah. completely insane that um, like anyway. And we have to leave it there. Everything is what insane. a pig fuck. A yeah, what? a pig fuck. P-I-G-F-U-C-K. Pig fuckery. (laughs) Um, Well, this has been another uh, momentous episode of Halfway There. Any final uh, farewell words? What should our listeners do? Hey, share this this podcast with one or two friends. Have them subscribe. Tell them it's Next week, we'll keep it light and Um, perky, right? Yeah, we, we try and we try and sprinkle, you know, them out yeah. the, the, the perky ones. I am. Um, yeah, I feel like this is a big deal, though, for most of our lives, like Roe versus Wade was. Yeah, 
you know, it this is, is a seismic yeah. event in our lives. I, I just, you know, we're, yeah, it's, it does it's feel odd also, I have to say, to be contemplating and, and, um, talking about it in light of like the, 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 the twilight of our, I mean, putting it nicely of my reproductive years, you know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because while it's something I, I care about very, very much, you know, we're not 20 year old women, not 20 and, and the stakes are lower. Um, yeah. I want to, I never want to give off that old person. Don't give a fuck vibe where, you know, it doesn't affect me directly. So I just stop fucking caring. And that's very the opposite. Yeah. The people, the old people who are marching are always the best. The ones who are helpful. Um, And um, by the way, we didn't mention that, and this has absolutely nothing to do with our age, that this is the 50th episode. So congratulations on me. As I said, nothing to do with our ages. None of us is 50. None of us is even weeks close to being 50. Um, but, uh, okay. So write us at halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what kid, if any, we, we missed from Charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> and, or your thoughts about this or anything yeah. about that. just your thoughts like review five stars, please, please, please actually not please. I demand five stars. It's hard, but try to keep it perky. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, try and think perky for the future. Think perky. Think perky. I like that. This has been Halfway There, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.